Hello, my name is Fanaka Adrian and this is my podcast. In this podcast, I'll talk about politics, economics, philosophy, psychology, sociology, public policy, nationalism, so social sciences in general. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. In this video, I will discuss with you um, how was the state built in France, Russia, China and um, and in the end I will uh, let you know about why these three revolutions of France, Russia and China in the modern era meant disaster for us the people. So let's get started. What you see here is a table um, from Teda Scotchpole's book on these uh, three revolutions. I will use her arguments uh, because I think she has a great book on, on these topics and she did a great research in comparative perspective. So what are the similarities of the state building in these three big um, revolutions and countries? Um, well, the political military mobilization of the popular support in words against the domestic counter-revolutionaries and competitors and against foreign invaders. Yeah, so it's clear here. The politics uh, got together with the army. They agreed on a contractual level, I guess, um, to put together their resources, which means money, which means media, which means weapons, to mobilize the, the society. Yeah, so this started from the army and from the politicians. This there's no debate here that these three revolutions started from the popular support. No, the popular support was manufactured as usual. The grassroots level never had any saying in this. They were just figurants who needed, of course, to be mobilized. Against who? Against the foreigners and against the domestic opposition. Yeah, the counter-revolutionaries, how they say. So horrible, horrible. Um, I will, in the end, express you my opinion, which you already got to know that I'm not a fan of these revolutions. When I started my political and historical journey, um, the, the 
professors or the teachers in school uh, put these events, these revolutions, as something positive. However, they missed or they didn't know that these were not supported or started by the people, therefore they are not primarily for the people, not secondarily for the people. But these are started from the political and military elites. Okay? So that's the biggest problem with these revolutions. They are not popular revolutions. They started from a very small group of political and army elites. So, in France, the process started by the Jacobin Proto-Party, which mobilizes urban popular forces to revitalize the national army. No enduring basis in industry or among peasants. Okay, so industry or peasants were the counter-revolutionary in France, okay? And the Jacobins fall after military consolidation. The administrative consolidation only under the Napoleonic military dictatorship. Okay, so this is the second biggest problem with historians. They usually put Napoleon in a positive manner, which is uh, totally wrong. Uh, we see that Napoleon was just a military dictator, which in today's terms would be equivalent with uh, Duterte or some Thai or Myanmar uh, general who governs the country by force. So totally, totally miserable. How would you put Napoleon in a, in a positive light if he was just a military dictator? Horrible, horrible. This is, I'm so pissed on historians. Anyway, let's move on. So in Russia, it was the Bolshevik Party, which mobilizes the industrial proletariat with no base in the countryside. Okay, so a bit, bit different. Here in Russia, as in France, the peasants opposed, yeah, so the peasants lost. However, the industry was part of the oppressors, yeah, the oppressors as in the revolutionaries, while in France, no, no base in industry. 
and Russia must rebuild state organization suddenly from scratch with coercive means. And to survive among peasants, the regime turns to forced collectivization. and crash heavy industrialization. In China, the urban-based revolutionary consolidation fails the Chinese Communist Party mobilizes peasants for the guerrilla war and the land revolution. So, as you see, China is fundamentally different because in China the peasants are the revolutionaries. And after 49, the party state controls industries but also retains and uses unique political bases in the countryside. Now turning to our second topic, how is the new regime? Yeah. Well, the similarities between these three big revolutions are that states are larger and more centralized, bureaucratic and mass incorporating than under old regime. The state is more autonomous at home and abroad and the landed class privileges are gone. So in France, the professional bureaucratic state, the non-party controlled is the new regime, promotes domestic stability and military expansion. and a private property society and market-guided economy with capitalist development facilitated favoring richer property holders. So even if the similarities among these three is that the blended class privileges are gone, the richer property holders are still favored. So nothing changed here. In Russia, the party state hierarchical, authoritarian and coercive with state propelled national economic development, emphasis on heavy industry and rapid urbanization with exaggerated inequalities of status and economic rewards. And finally, in China, the party state relatively decentralized and mass mobilizing state propelled national economic development with much emphasis on agricultural and rural development with attempts to reduce or hold the inequalities. So, back to my original promise that in the end I will tell you my opinion 
Um, I think these three revolutions were against the people. These were against the well-being of the people. These were started by uh, elite military and political party uh, uh, who 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 wanted to who wanted to get rid of the old enemies, the monarchies, and wanted to rule by themselves. And they manufactured popular support. And uh, in the end, the result was a larger state with more centralized bureaucratic and and this is a disaster this system is a disaster we have armies we have secret services and police we have political legal class which which claims this illusionary religion of the rule of law but the law is you cannot even define the law is is just a bullshit is just a bullshit society and system which crashes purely crashes any individual who wants more who wants a change who thinks rationally and who who sees that this system is a disaster how did we end up living in this in this disaster exactly exactly by these two three revolutions which were which were put in 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 positive light by this new clerks of the state professors teachers in school mostly but who never thought carefully about what is going on they were just doing their job well their job was to support a criminal regime we all see in all the world today this system is a disaster which kills us because they have the weapons they have the uh, mass media to uh, control the population and manufacture consent so where did this nightmare started start from the political and military elites a group of people that's why what we need to do is destroy these two um, spheres the army and the political parties must be destroyed we don't need this centralized um, state and bureaucracy um, the, this is a disaster um, we we need to move on the humanity don't need this very very 
primitive way of organizing society um, we don't need the centralized education through the state we don't need centralized health care through the state okay these were the two only the last two things that could be used as arguments for having a massive large centralized bureaucratic state no we do not need the central education because it creates inequality and we don't need the health at centralized um, state level we can have them at community level and the military and the political parties must be destroyed these are the sources of the evil of our suffering of our problems and without these two systems we could be free and and finally we could move on to a better system that doesn't make us suffer doesn't kill us doesn't lie to us doesn't keep secrets from us thank you very much see you in my next video if you liked this mini lecture on the state building and and the new regimes after the revolutions in france russia china and uh, my opinion on the current evils of our modern society then like subscribe comment and see you in my next video goodbye